Chalk and Chop with Billy D on Classic Rock 96.5. I was so excited to talk to one of the most prolific, progressive, and hard rock bands of all time. Talk and Shop today with Dream Theater's James Labrie. Hey, how are you? I'm good, man. Are you home right now? Uh, no, actually, uh, my wife and I actually went out camping. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. Yeah, a little bit of a camping excursion. So uh, we're just doing that. We're, like, we're heading back home today. But, yeah, we've been out just, just for a couple of days, you know, get in touch with nature. That's cool. Is that yeah. something you do often? Yeah, it is. You know, I'm either uh, boating or I'm camping. I mean, we have a, believe it or not, we have like a, a big 30-foot camper. And so we, you know, we're like we're not in a tent, if that's what you think. But, <laughs> right. we, you know, we've been, we did tent forever. And then we just thought one year, because we just love being out in the, you know, the old campfires. I mean, that's, that's how I was brought up. And then, uh, and then we do a lot of boating as well. So we have a boat and, and do that as well. So I just like being outdoors. Uh, yeah, it kind of cleanses the soul, doesn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. Well, right on, man. Well, hey, this is a classic rock station, and I know you guys, uh, you grew up listening to Rush and Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, Deep Purple. Absolutely. So how has growing up with this music influenced the way you record to this day? Well, I mean, I guess with this album in particular, it's it's a definite throwback to the way that all bands and any band, uh, any band that was around in the you know, 70s and maybe even into the, the early 90s, that's the way everyone recorded and that was going into a big studio and getting together initially to start, you know, writing and, and putting the songs together. Like, when I look back and, and you know, and I see uh, bands like you just mentioned, Zeppelin, you know, and then going in, or even uh, the Rolling Stones or Rush, and going in and writing songs and recording within weeks, I mean, that just, that just blows my mind. But at the same time, I mean, if you want to talk about distance over time, the, the latest dream theater, um, when we figured it out, the actual days of writing, I think it added up to something like 17, 18 days uh, with this album. I mean, the actual music part of it, okay? Uh, you know, when you start putting all the melodies, lyrics, people tracking, the, uh, you know, putting down their tracks, I mean, that took another, you know, a uh, couple months just to put everything together and the finishing product, you know. But yeah, I mean, those bands have always been somewhat of, a, of an influence, and not just the music, but when you think about what created that music, and I think that's why we wanted to create that environment as well as, you know, being together in one room and putting together these songs. Yeah, that sounds like the big thing, because these days it's a common practice because it's a lot easier, it's a lot faster to lay down a guitar track, lay down a vocal track, and send it off to whoever needs it. Right. But that's the difference that you guys create in a live room where you can feed off each other's energy, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and I mean, it's a lot of it is instantaneous because one guy does this, the other guy feeds off of that. He plays something, and then someone reacts to that. So you don't you don't get that in, in today's uh, world of... I've laid down these ideas, I'm going to throw them at you, you get back to me with what you're getting from that, or, you know, how you want to uh, build on those ideas. So it's not something that is right in the moment. It's something that comes within a day or, you know, a week, comes back to you. And, um, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I've done most of my solo albums like that, you know, Matt Guillory and myself, 
um, we throw audio files back and forth, and we put together the music that way. Sure, it's convenient. And, you know, and, it, and it's worked really well. I mean, I'm, you know, uh, when you listen to those albums, I don't really think at the end of the day the, the songs are, are suffering because of that. But what would those songs have been if we had been in the same room? It would be interesting to see that scenario, you know, to listen to it. So uh, you definitely, you know, you are touching on the magic of, you know, that whole connection, that human human element, you know, being right in the same room and, and uh, feeding off one another, for sure. As a fan, that's one of the things about the band that draws me to you after all these years yeah. is the fact that after so many decades, you can all still be in the same room and work on music. Mm-hmm. It, it really speaks to the brotherhood that you guys have built. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, it's not easy, like any relationship. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, push and pull and, uh, and compromise is a, a big issue and, and, uh, a big must, I should say. And just respect, you know, realizing that we're all kind of different. We are a strange animal, right? And, um, I think, you know, to be able to accept each and everyone's, uh, idiosyncrasies and quirks and just the way they are or OCD. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I think that by doing that and accepting one another, and each band will tell you, any band that exists or has existed past 10 years, I think would say, you know, we've gone through our growing pains. You know, initially you have to deal with that and you, you try and get around that. Some some succeed and some don't, you know, and it, it's, it's it's like any relationship. You have to work on it and uh, accept some of the uh, things that come along with it. The new album, Distance Over Time, uh, came out earlier this year. How would you say, from your perspective, James, this is different from previous albums in the catalog? Well, I think, you know, it is. Uh, it does really throw us back into some of our roots. You know, if you, if you listen to it, yes, there's the progressiveness in there, and there's the, the heaviness that's throughout. It's a common theme throughout the album. And I think we've always been referred to as this progressive metal band. I think there's much more to the band than just that. But those are the, the two elements that kind of are, are very predominant in everyone's minds. Um, and so I think, that being said, is it was something that was very much exploited in, in this album, um, those two elements being at the forefront. And then you have everything else that kind of we throw into the pot, you know, along the way. But I think it, it really stands for a, a truly uh, classic, you know, heavy progressive album for Dream Theater, and I think even though, you know, if you want to go back to The Astonishing or the self-titled or Dramatic Turn Event, I think those are still great albums, but it's, um, we're also touching upon something that might be explored that isn't necessarily um, on each and every album, especially with The Astonishing, you know, like that's an, a rock opera, and it was a great for some of our fans, and it was not so great for some of our fans. So it was an album that I would say could easily could easily describe as kind of dividing the ranks. And uh, But that's fine. I mean, when you take that kind of a, an approach to an album, it's going to create some controversy. And, and we were willing to do that because I think the kind of album that we produced there we're still extremely proud of. You know, but, but this album kind of stands on its own. I think it's just very organic sound, and I think because of the way that we went about writing and recording, it uh, really gave it its own sound and own feel. The feel is definitely great. I feel like as a longtime fan, growing up with the albums, 
I love the progressive element, but the older I get, for some reason, I want to hear heavier music, yeah. and that's what your albums are doing with me as as I get right. older, which is which is a great kind of path to take together, you know. Right. No, I I hear you, and, and it just it kind of uh, infuses that you know your adrenaline gets going, you're, you're feeling it, you're grooving with it, you're moving with it, and I'm the same way. You know, I like something that really, you know, I can really connects with me and really uh, excites me. And I think you know, like when I listen to songs on this album, like Fall Into the Light or Barson Warrior or even uh, Signal to Noise. Those are tracks that I can listen to and appreciate even though I'm in it. Um, I, I still feel like if I could be objective with our own music, I'm saying like, you know, if I was listening to this from another band, I'd really be grooving along with it. What can somebody who's never been to a Dream Theater show or has been to one in the past, what can they expect from the concert coming up in October? Uh, they can expect to say, wow, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, it's an evening with, so we do, uh, two sets and the first set, it's, uh, primarily playing, uh, songs, not only from the new album from distance over time, but various tracks from, uh, our discography. And then, um, you know, going into the second set is, um, uh, scenes from a memory, uh, in its entirety from beginning to end. So that's quite exciting, and the reaction to that has been amazing. And uh, it's just, you know, it's been, I think, pretty much a fan favorite uh, since it was released. And beyond that, you know, the staging for the props on stage and the lighting design and just the production overall is really, really impressive. And uh, where we've played so far on this world tour, uh, everyone has said they just absolutely love it. And it's uh, not only a musical experience, but a visual experience. So, yeah, I think they're in for a real treat. And, um, you know, almost three hours of, of music and connecting and hanging out with one another. So it'll be a, a great evening. I know your son is in a band. How do you feel about your son following in Pop's footsteps? Well, I feel very, uh, very proud. And, uh, yeah, they just recorded uh, 10 new songs and... Uh, They've been mixed by uh, Nolly. Uh, he used to be the bass, bass player for uh, Periphery. So he's primarily now, uh, he mixes uh, bands. And uh, the material sounds amazing. And, uh, I can't wait for, for people to hear it. It is very, very impressive. And, you know, everybody wants to see, well, you know, what my son or my daughter's doing sounds great. But when I do listen to this material, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited about it because it does sound incredible, the song. So we have a band called Paul Set. That's what they're called. And, uh, yeah, I think they really have a shot at this. So, you know, it's a completely different world that we live in now as far as the music industry. But I, I think they really do have a, a shot at uh, making a splash out there for sure. Well, as far as the music industry goes, you guys have cracked the code for decades, man. So uh, continued success to you. Oh, well, uh, you. Distance Over Time, as I mentioned, available right now, October 6th, playing at the Dominion Energy Center. James, can't wait to see you guys in October. Thank you so much. You know, means a lot. You never get tired of that, and it's, uh, it's what keeps us going. And, uh, yeah, hope to see you at the show, and thank you for the support. Take care. Talk and Chop with Billy D on Classic Rock 96.5. Five. Five.